my message. And uh, how many, you know, last week we were so blessed. It's a matter of life and death. And I shared my experience with the miracle in Galilee at Jordan River. God already prepared the message. And on Friday, the Lord, I felt impressing me through the Spirit, change the message. So, listening to the Holy Spirit, I began to develop what he wanted me to share for today. And I don't know if it's confirmation, but a couple of the mothers, right before I um, came out to preach, a couple of the mothers knocked on my door. And uh, when I opened the door, they were there standing. So I said, come on in. <laughs> and they began to share and say, Pastor Preach what God put in your spirit to preach. He said, you, you won't be able to please everybody. And stop trying to take it upon yourself to work out every situation. Both of them came in and they just began to minister to me. See, sometimes even the pastor needs to be ministered to. And they, they were so adamant, we love you, pastor. Oh, we thank God for you. And they said, listen, whatever you do, don't you stop preaching the word. You preach what God tells you to preach. I don't know if that was confirmation. I was going to preach it anyway, but that, that certainly helped me. Hallelujah. But uh, I want to share with you, and I, I don't plan on being very long. I don't plan on being very long. But go to... Uh, St. Luke, I'm going to use the Living Bible version for one verse that is very familiar that we often quote, but I'm going to use the Living Bible version. St. Luke chapter number 6 and verse number 38. The Living Bible version says this, For if you give, you will get. Your gift will return to you in full and overflowing measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. To make room for more and running over. Whatever measure you use to give, large or small, will be used to measure what is given back to you. And all the people said, Amen. Today's message is entitled, Do You Meet the Criteria? Do you meet the criteria? Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share your word. And we ask for the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit. Use us, Lord, as individuals to speak a divine word. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at someone and ask them, do you meet the criteria? In last Sunday's message, it's a matter of life and death. I, I took time to talk about Cornelius. Cornelius, of course, who was of the Italian band, was in prayer. And while in prayer, the Lord began to speak to him and give him direction. 
Simultaneously at the same time thereabouts, the Lord was also speaking to the, uh, the apostle Peter and sharing with him what he must do. God was setting up a rendezvous. But I was so amazed and impressed in the spirit about Cornelius. Because Cornelius was a Gentile, and up to that point, the Holy Spirit had only fallen on individuals who were of the Jewish persuasion. Remember, uh, the Holy Ghost fell on those that were Jews. That's the reason why there was such a fascination on the day of Pentecost when they were in the upper room and then they came down and people from all over heard them speaking in languages that they were used to from their country. So the Holy Spirit did not fall on Gentiles originally. It was on the Jews. And because they still had that Jewish pride and sometimes a little arrogance, they felt that the Holy Spirit was not to be uh, shared with those that were not of a Jewish persuasion. But Cornelius became the first recorded in the scripture to have received the Holy Spirit. And there's a reason. Hear me. I believe he met the criteria for the favor of God. How many look for the favor of God? We all do. We need the favor. Favor will do more for us than what money can buy. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, just wait till next week. I'm going to testify. Because the Lord has accomplished his word and is yet still doing so. I wish somebody hear me. Miracles are yet still happening in our midst. And I want, I'm going to testify of a miracle that God did for me in the year of 2019. But favor just does not happen. I believe there's a criteria that is required to meet what God is expecting to receive as favor. I wish somebody hear me. So, uh, uh, very quickly, pull up for me Acts uh, from the chapter that we dealt with last week, chapter number 10. Acts chapter number 10. And this let's, let's be reminded from last week. The Bible says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. He was a military man. He had a little change. And verse number 2, this is what I want you to see. Verse number two, come on. It says, a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. That is what caught the attention of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we examine, there are four things that met the criteria for favor. And for him, favor turned into salvation because he was able to receive the Holy Spirit and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He was searching. He was looking. He was hungry for a deeper relationship with God. That's why when we hear the testimony of like Litany and others, don't think everybody is gone 
to the world or things of the world. There are individuals who are actually seeking a greater relationship with God. And he was one. Yes. And look, let's, look, let's examine. Number one, he was a devout man, which simply means he was godly. He was pious. He was a godly man. We have so much ungodliness today, it's hard to find godly people. See, godly is demonstrated on how you act, not in church, but how you act outside of church. See, we can put on any kind of face in church, but the real test of our godliness is how we act outside of church. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, Angela and I, we went yesterday to see the movie Harriet. Wonderful uh, movie about Harriet Tubman. Great movie. But I said to myself, these kind of movies I really don't need to look at. It brings something and stirs up something in me. Come on. No, we all have to admit, we got the Holy Ghost. But, but, but still, there's some things we don't need, at least for me. Let me testify. Because when I looked and saw the conditions of how people were treated, it like stirred something up in me. Help me, Holy Ghost. And to think that the same things that were happening then are still happening today. It might not be as overt, but the... The hatred and the, 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 the division is still there. And if you're not careful, it'll bring another side out that you thought was dead and gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I, I, I believe I would not have been able to live back in those days. I, I don't think I would have. But, you know, God is able to take us through anything. And if I did go out, somebody was going to go with me. Hallelujah. (laughs) At least two. (laughs) So to find godliness even today, got to keep our flesh under subjection. Come on now. Because even with the Holy Ghost, even with being a believer, the devil knows what buttons to push. To cause us to get out of the will of God. I'm just trying to be real this morning. We can come in here speaking tongues all we want, but you let somebody cut us off as we're going down 35. All that speaking in tongues will turn into something else if we're not careful. Now, we have the Holy Ghost. But Keisha, with people who do not have the Holy Ghost, they are living an ungodly life. They really don't care what you think about how they live. But Cornelius was a godly man. He was devout. Number two, the Bible indicates that he feared God, not just himself, but with his entire family. It's hard even today to find a household that fears God together. But the Bible identified that he feared God with his household. The third criteria was that he prayed always. He was constantly praying, seeking the Lord. And this is where I want to 
park my car number four, which I believe is the fourth criteria for the favor of God. He gave generously. See, all of these characteristics brought the favor of God and salvation to his life. And many of us meet some of the criteria. But I want to stress today about the giving generously. Because God looks at our giving, listen, especially to those who are less fortunate. There is a spirit. Remember, spirits cannot die. There is a spirit that has become a stronghold in some individuals and families. And for some, that stronghold has even become a generational curse. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the spirit of stinginess. I told you it was on Friday the Lord changed the whole direction of the message and, and wanted me to stress, talk about giving. Because giving catches the attention of God. Giving is one of the criteria I believe causes faith. So, so stay with me. Proverbs chapter 28, verse number 22, in the NIV version, Proverbs 28, 22 says, The stingy are eager to get rich and are unaware that poverty awaits them. And I'm not going to deal a, a, a lot of time on stinginess, but I want us to recognize if you're not careful, that spirit will come on you. Oh, you know, I... I, I mentioned it many times. I think I'll never forget it. A young man was one of the young guys who wanted a candy bar. So was it was a Skittles. It was something. And we used to have a, a operate a little store back here, Cortland, and, and we would sell candy and stuff. He didn't have the money, so I gave him a dollar to get the Skittles. Or candy. Coming around this hallway. I remember it. I can see it. <laughs> I was coming down. He was going this way. And I'm the one who gave him the dollar. To get the Skittles. I gave him the dollar. Because no one else gave him anything. So as he was coming I said. Oh can I have some of your Skittles. Now, I'm thinking in my mind, you know, yes, you know, you were the one that gave me the dollar. I'll at least give you one. He took them Skittles, put it up on his, his uh, uh, breast, said, no, these are my Skittles. Ooh, I said, come up, Holy Ghost, come up. It's a spirit. It's a spirit of stinginess. It's a spirit of where we want to gather just for ourselves. 
And unfortunately, oh, I feel like preaching, especially here in the United States where we're so blessed, the spirit of capitalism and the spirit of greed is the, is, 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 is the, the, uh, the fog that has taken over many who want more and more and more for themselves. There's enough wealth in this country that no one should ever go hungry. There's enough wealth in this country that everyone should have hospitalization and, and medical uh, facilities. There's enough wealth in this country. But if you look at the statistics, I think it's like the first 3% of the country owns practically 99% of the wealth of the country. That is a spirit. And what happens, because that's a prevailing spirit, hear me, that spirit jumps on us. Because the moment we just get a little bit, mm, this is mine. Skittles. And before you know it, we want more and more and more for ourselves. And, and, and uh, think about it, saints. There's only seven days a week. But some folk got 55 pair of shoes. That they haven't even worn all year. And don't let there be a, a, a special sale that the shoes are 50% off. <laughs> hear me, hear me, hear me. And listen, I am not against people being blessed. I feel that the saints should be blessed. We should have the, you should be able to get what you want. But you cannot let that prevailing spirit prevent you from recognizing you have to give to others. The, the, we're having the, 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 the celebrate the giving. Some in your mind say, well, one of these 55 pair of shoes I might give. But the other 54 you're keeping, even though you haven't worn them all year long. And there's some individuals who are struggling to find shoes and socks to make it. It's a spirit. Now listen, I haven't even shared anything about tithing or offering. I'm talking about the spirit of giving because that spirit does affect every aspect of our giving. I'm grateful. Because I feel the Lord, listen, is saying that you got to be careful. Look at Luke chapter 12, 15 and in the NIV version. We have it up here. Luke 12, 15. Jesus said these words. Then he said unto them, watch out. Somebody say, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Listen, the foundation of our Christian message is built on giving. For God 
so loved the world that he what? He gave his only begotten son. He, he gave. See, that's, that's the base. The basis of the Christian foundation is not us shouting, speaking in tongues. It's following the practice of giving. And when Cornelius, the Bible identified, he was one who gave alms or money, especially to the poor. The Lord said that came up as a memorial. I saw him giving when he didn't have to give. And there's so many in the congregation that does that. Deacons I know who give, loan people money. And, and, and I, I'm grateful because they don't just spread it abroad of what they've done. See, giving is not for you then to boast about what you did for somebody. Giving is when you just give and no one even knows you were the one that gave it. That's what God is looking because the moment you try to identify I'm the one who did it, you got your reward. You wanted somebody to recognize how you gave, but God is saying if you can just give in secret. No one knows about it. You're not looking for a specific glory of somebody to pat you on your back. And we got individuals like that in here. Uh, many people don't know about Brother Tyrone. I'm going to toot his horn a little bit. Tyrone goes through his neighborhood and sees family members who are in need and will take out of his pocket to give to families and the mothers and the others. He's not looking for a reward, but the blessing of God comes on his life. So when you see him flying to Europe, God has said, I recognize God. Some of us can't be blessed because we can't give and have a spirit of giving. Because we think the more we gather for ourselves, that causes our blessing not realizing. The Bible said, God said, I'll put holes in your pockets. The foundation of the scripture. Now stay with me. Hear me. Since Satan is the antithesis or the opposite of God. And since the foundation of God is giving, that means being stingy or selfish is the opposite of godliness. So a spirit of self is of the devil. And when God says give, the devil say hoard and keep. Now, I'm almost finished. While November was the month we declared to give thanks, the Spirit is telling me that the month of December is designated as the month of giving. Like with my birthday, I told my family, that even for Christmas, don't worry about giving me something. See, after a while, you recognize Christmas is not about what you want. You grow up and mature to be able to help somebody else, especially children. So I believe Christmas is built around children and to be able to have for children. So if you can't get an Uchi bag, 
really not about you. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's really about our children. It's about those that are less fortunate. And hear me. Some, some of us are living our childhood out in our adulthood. Because when it looked like we were denied stuff as children, we said, now I'm going to get my own stuff. And what happens, you try to outdo your children in receiving. And your list sometimes is longer than your child's list. And we will determine whether or not we give you a gift next year based on whether you got us something this year. Oh, yeah. Because when you didn't get a list, you say, oh, I scratched off my list for next year. We've lost the concept of giving. Come on. Church, I'm almost finished. I'm encouraging this month to give or to do something unexpectedly for somebody else. Pass it forward. Without letting the person know it was you who gave. And not look for something in return. See, this is not where, how can I phrase this? We're not playing the lottery. We're not at the boat gambling. What are you talking about? Well, if I put this quarter in and I pull the arm, then I'm expecting three lemons to come up. I don't know what comes up. So that ching, 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 all the money comes out. Now, I've never done it. I've been there when I've seen somebody else get all that change. And I must confess, see, on every ship, they have a casino. And I was walking through the casino. <laughs> I did not put any money in any of the machines. But as I was passing by, I did hit one of the buttons just to... <laughs> just confessing. I did hit one of those buttons just in case somebody didn't pick up their blessing. <laughs> now, I wasn't going to put my money in there, but as I saw, I just passed it by, hit it. And I was hoping. Ding, 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 ding. Listen, listen. Sometimes we do that with God. What are you talking about? We give with the expectation that God's then going to ding, 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 in our lives. And listen, if we don't hear or get the blessing, we decide I'm not going to give anymore because it didn't work out for me. But that you give not with the expectation. Now, we sing the song, we can't beat God giving, and I believe that. But when your heart is not looking for something back, that's where your reward is. 
The other day, I normally get, I go to Scooters or Starbucks to get a coffee. And I drove up, got my coffee, and then I told the attendant, here is a certain amount of money. There was no one behind me at that time. I said, use this that I gave you to pay for everybody's old order that comes up behind me. He said, what? They're used to somebody doing it, they call it pay it forward, where somebody's behind and you say, I'm going to pay my order and pay their order. But I just gave them a certain amount of money. And there was no one behind me. I said, whoever comes up behind me, use this until it's all done. And just pay and just let them know somebody said they wanted to bless you. I have no idea, no clue who it was. But that's what I'm talking about. That through this month of December, don't think about yourself. Give to somebody else. I know I didn't get a lot of hand claps on that. But. <laughs> so at McDonald's, you know. Give the, get the coupons and they just go through town and just pass out say, I want to be a blessing to you. Or at the gas station, pay for somebody when you go there. And, say, and it's not about getting a reward. It's about you casting down the spirit of stinginess. To say, I want to be a giver. Give, yes, tithes. Give, yes, offering. That's what we're supposed to do. But I'm talking about going above and beyond. How many people don't even have shoes for this winter? Socks, things that we take for granted. That we can be a blessing to somebody else. Sister, Mother, Mother Grayson, come on down here right now. Mother Grayson. I know Mother Grayson's in the house. Come on down here, Mother Grayson. And there were some others, but I don't see them here, so it must mean that Mother Grayson, I want to be a blessing to her. There were some others specifically the Lord put in my spirit, but I don't see them here this morning, which means you're going to get all of the blessings. Your blessing will be passed on to somebody else. She wasn't expecting this. And I'm not doing this for my glory. I'm just sharing with you an example of how you follow the Spirit. Mother Grayson lives up in where the cows are at. Plattsburgh. Is it Plattsburgh? Hmm? Lathrop. That's seven miles further than Plattsburgh. Oh, you with the double cows. <laughs> Listen, Mother Grayson picks up Mother Kinslow. And when some people live much closer, they're farther away. She has to drive by herself to get here. Like I said, there were some others that the Lord put in my spirit, but they're not here, so... Because of your faithfulness in driving, 
and your faithfulness in being at the house of God. Here's a hundred dollars in QT gas cards that you don't have to worry about paying for gas for a little while. I wish somebody give God praise. Thank you. needs and you can be a blessing for somebody she did not come here with the expectation but God can use you to turn somebody's life totally around she drives by herself and she's a, 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 a senior citizen she's on a limited income but she's here one of the first ones here at church here at noonday Bible class, here during the week. Sometimes you think a person doesn't realize the sacrifices that you're making, but God sees your heart. Come on and give God praise. I'm finished, I'm finished. That's just an example of what I'm looking for you to do. This is the month of giving. Last week in the month of November, many of you joined me. We posted something every day of what we gave God thanks for. But the Lord is saying this month is the month of giving. Hallelujah. I already gave last, uh, last yesterday the, the coffee. The Lord put in my spirit, do that for her. And I'm going to be doing that, who knows, wherever. Now, if we can... Let that spirit of giving catch hold. I told my family, they don't have to give me anything for Christmas. God. But when I look back over this year and how good God's been to me, he's been a, he's been a good call. Hallelujah. And how can I repay God? By giving back to somebody else who's less fortunate to me. Help me, Holy Ghost. Let the Lord lead you. What am I talking about? Sometimes God may not even allow you to give to somebody in need. He might tell you to give to somebody who already has something. Because it's not the gift, it's the act that you might bless a person. Say, there is a God who's concerned about me. If you've been blessed today, come on and give God praise in the house. And look at somebody and ask them, do you meet the criteria? The criteria for favor. Praying, but also the generosity of giving. Father, we thank you, Lord, today. And we're grateful for your blessings. And I ask that we will receive this word and act on it. Let us not be overcome with the spirit that we must get for ourselves. Hallelujah. But God, let us follow your example and give to others. For that, we recognize, causes us to have faith. Now there's somebody today. I pray that they will see that the Lord has already paid. Nothing else they must do but just to say yes to your will. Give them the courage to come and receive 
in Jesus' name. One more time, give God praise today. While my ministers come, if there's someone here who is saying, yes, I'm ready to receive.